Hafiday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hearthstone Deck Tech. I know it's been a while since the last episode, and the truth is, there's just nothing fun to teach you right now. Right? We're coming at the tail end of the of an expansion with the new expansion to come coming in, and all the hype is on speculation. So I've pretty much taken a three week break in regards to Hearthstone and creating content for it. Um, and I've just kept out like a blacked out window of spoilers. Usually I get really involved during spoiler season, uh, trying to come up with, um, you know, different deck archetypes. But this time I wanted to try something different and just try my best to not look at any of the cards, not see the discussion about it, and instead make my own inferences in one big group. Once I once all the cards are released, just look at them and and then just make my own inferences off of that and see how far, how how close or how far off they are from what will eventually happen with th those said cards, right? So this will be the first of, uh, man, a few videos going through every, all the cards in the expansion. We won't really touch upon the cards which I consider crappy. But um, we'll definitely go through every card, give it a rating between 1 and 5, 1 being the worst, 5 being the best. There are 135 cards in this expansion, um, 10 class cards per class, and 35, or I guess 45, um, neutral cards, right? And every class will have a Loa, every class will have a Legendary Troll, and every class will also have a Legendary Spirit Animal based off that Loa. Right, so this is going to be very, it, it's an interesting set, right? The uh, Rastakhan's Rumble, which is the name, name of the set, is very interesting. And this comes in a, a very unique time in Hearthstone. Because um, now, when this set comes in, Hearthstone will have the most cards in standard it will ever have, right? Because once the next set comes in in early spring, all those, the first half of sets of standard cards get removed. And then... Hearthstone will have the smallest number of cards in its card pool. But for now, with the um, introduction of Rastakhan's Rumble, it will have the most cards. So uh, whatever is going to be viable will only be viable for the next three months. And then things rotate out. Death Knights rotate out. Um, a bunch of cards. Ultimate Infestation rotates out. A bunch of archetypes will change, right? So this is it's a very transitionary period. So maybe some cards in this set won't be good for the next three months, right? They, they, they won't be as good as they, we had hoped, but come uh, whenever that next expansion is, March or whatever, some of these cards that are unplayable now will certainly be playable. And this is the nature of card games, right? Having a balance, finding a balance between cards that are overpowered, cards that are crappy, and a mint and a good medium in between so that, Mostly everything is playable. And so we're just go straight through it without without getting too much into it. Let's go start with Druid. Um, remember, 10 cards every class. So we're just going to go down the line. Pounce. Zero mana spell. Give your hero a two, plus two attack this turn. On paper, this looks kind of crappy. Um, and I really feel like this card, you know, obviously there's synergy with cards like Gadgets and Auctioneer. Um, it's a free spell, like how Innervate is free, um, but I just don't know how strong it is. Now, uh, 
in this set, Druid attack power does have an effect on on other aspects of the game. So it could be pretty decent. But for now, it's a common. Um, so I'm going to give it two out of five. It's a common. It's easy. You, you know, this is not like a must craft. Uh, you'll easily get this eventually. And if you really are desperate to make it, it's only 40, 40 dust. But um, nothing too spectacular about that. The next card is called a Tree Speaker. It's the five mana 4-4. Four, four. Um, epic card. Battle Cry, transform your treants into 5-5 five, five Ancients. Now, the obvious comparison would be to uh, what Paladin has with um, the card that makes everything 3-3s, three right? But the the that comparison is a little different because that card is 5 mana. Those minions stay the same minion, become 3-3, three, three, so they have initiative. They can attack that turn. And the Paladin has Baku, the hero power, where it can put two on. And, and that is incredibly strong. Tree Speaker is different. Tree, tree Speaker changes the Treants into 5-5 five, five Ancients. So first of all, you're going to have to play the cards that build Treants because your hero power can't build Treants. And you can't build Otter even with this. Although Otter even Druid decks may be a thing. Um, so uh, because of that, you also lose initiative because, you know, you have two two trans on board. You change them to five five. They don't get to attack, so they're not, you know, controlling the the board or whatnot. Um, but you do get five fives, so you lose initiative at the um, benefit of quality and strength, right? Um, and five fives are pretty difficult to deal with, and you know they dodge things like flame strike, and you know the. This is probably not the meta, uh, you know, to to leave things on the board that are five five. But I, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm interested in the card. I think is it's got playability, but I don't think it's it's that broken. I'm gonna give it a three out of five. I know that's kind of low, but it doesn't strike me as broken, right? Next card is a spell, Mark of the Loa. Four mana spell, choose one. Give a minion plus two, plus four, and taunt, or summon two, three, two rappers. Two, three, two rappers, raptors. I don't think this card is good. I think it's a one out of five. I think it's interesting to have spells, right? Like Mark of the Loa, this is an interesting spell. But I think the cost is a little too costly, not for the effect, but for when it comes in the game. With the typical Druid builds now, you're not going to have a one or two or three drop minions um, to taunt up. And four mana to put two three twos, while that's on the right price, that effect is subpar. I don't think that effect is strong enough. You don't want to do that on the turn four. Um, I, the card is just not strong enough to me. I will actually say that this is a one out of five. The next card on the list is Gonk, the legendary beast, Gonk the Raptor. After seven mana for for a four nine. After your hero attacks and kills a minion, it may attack again. So, albeit, like if you want this to get the extra effect and you've played this directly from your hand, you need to use something like Pounce, which is a free spell, or you need to use your hero power. So it never is the full effect when it comes on the board. It is a 4-9 body, which is okay. And having a f this attack twice um, is pretty nice. But 
I feel that this is a garbage legendary. I'm going to give it two out of five. I, the art is beautiful. It looks like an amazing card. But I think the effect is just so subpar. Like, you don't... For, for having to use multiple cards in hand, you'd want more to happen than uh, just being able to attack twice with a four-attack creature. Now, there are other cards in the set that have synergy with beasts. And this is a beast. So, it's not totally useless, but I wouldn't go out of my way to craft it. Okay, I would say two out of five. Because there are definitely, um, you know, there are a way to cheat beasts into play with druid cards now. But even then, Gronk is not the alpha class, the optimal pull for that. So, um, yeah, two out of five for me. The next card is War Druid Lodi. Three for a one, two. But what happens is you choose one. You transform into one of Loti's four dinosaur forms. One of the forms has poison and stealth. One of them has taunt. One of them uh, has rush. And I cannot remember what the other one has. But I will say this. This is a five out of five card. This belongs probably in every Druid deck ever played. Oh, by the way, if you play this with um, Fandral Staghelm and Wild, it gets all the transformations on one. Incredible. Um, but yeah, like I said, this, this card, it's just so versatile. Any one of those choices at three mana is good. And, um, that makes this card very, very powerful. It's just very consistent. It's a good draw because it always gives you the answer, uh, the flexibility and the versatility to give you the type of answer you need at that point in the game. That's great. Um, five out of five card. I think... It's almost silly to not play this in every Druid deck. That's my my call on it. It's just that versatile. It's a perfect kind of flex card. So War Druid Lodi, 5 out of 5. The first 5 out of 5 that we are going to give. I should probably write, write that sh shit down somewhere so that we have a list of uh, five, five, 5 out of 5. So I'm actually going to do that right now as we go on to the next one. Um, one moment. Let me just let me just put that right here on writing. War Druid Loti, five out of five. Sorry, sorry. Five, five. Okay. Next card: Stampeding Roar, six mana spell, epic. Summon a random beast from your hand and give it rush. Now we're talking about the actual synergies, right? We talked about Gonk the Raptor, the five mana guy. So here at six mana, you'll be able to cheat that out. Use your excess mana for attack power or maybe for a hero power. Um, so not only do you give your creature rush for that turn, but you also give him a second attack, which is awesome, right? Um, I think there's a lot of strength in a beast build or even quest uh Quest Druid coming back into play and just going big. Um, so I will give this actually a four out of five. I think it's going to be pretty decent. And I think Quest, or well, big Druid, Beast Druid, whatever you want to call it, will have played. There are a lot of good beasts right now. Gonk the Raptor, which is not the best. There's Charged Devil Soars. Um, there's Ironhide Direhorn, which we will talk about. And there's a new 
um, neutral beasts that we'll also talk about later, all which make the card very, very strong because it has good synergy. So I'm going to give it four out of five. Stampeding Roar. The next card is the Loa for Druid, which is the Spirit of the Raptor, as you may have guessed from all the Raptor cards that we've seen. One mana, zero, st zero three, stealth for one turn. All the Loas have stealth for the first turn. After a hero attacks and kills a minion, draw a card. This is a one out of five. My reasoning for this is simple. Two things have to happen, okay? First, this has to land. You have to play this on a board. Okay, no problem. Second, you have to spend your mana um, on hero power or use cards that buff your hero's attack in order to trade out with your opponent's board. This does two things, and two things that you don't want to do. Either you use an extra card, so that means you used a uh, pounce or a claw as a piece of removal to deal with the creature. Okay, cool. Fine. But I don't feel like Druid necessarily needs that or wants that. The second thing is if you've used the, the mana for, for this, for a, for a removal piece, then that means you haven't developed your board. You know, you've tried to deal with your opponent board, opponent's board, but you have not developed yours at all. Uh, yours at all. So you know, you're not playing your wild growth. You're not um, doing whatever. Okay, but you're like you're not developing the board, which I don't think is good. So I would say one out of five. It's just not good enough for me. You know, like I could, you know, definitely there can be a druid. Uh, creature build that has creatures like Savage Striker or whatever kind of two drops. Um, but if you're not playing creature, like if you're using hero power on turn two, like man, you're, you're, you're behind. So I, I'm, I'm against it. So one out of five for Spirit of the Raptor. It looks like the weakest low out of me. Next card, four mana spell, rare spell, predatory instincts, draw a beast from your deck, double its health. Amazing. I would... I'm going to say it's 5 out of 5. I'm going to say it's 5 out of 5, okay? Uh, it's at least a 4 out of 5. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5 because I, tutor effects are crazy. So first of all, it draws a beast. So you can guarantee what beast it draws if you wanted to. You could just limit your deck to 3 or 4 you know, bombs, right? And you have a 25% chance of drawing each of those beasts. Now, that beast doubles its health. Great. That's amazing. So you spent the tempo of one turn by building future value or tutoring for a card. So this, in effect, becomes, at, at a tempo loss, it becomes strength in a future play. And with the right deck building strategy, I'm sure you can get a lot out of this card. Um, I think it's going to be a staple. Like, you're going to be see this, you're definitely going to see this uh, in play. Right, so five out of five for me. I know that's a high score, but I'm ranting and raving about this. Sure, it is a tempo loss, but if you play Druid, you know there are turns where you're doing very little. So I'm I'm I really like it. Next card is Ironhide Direhorn, seven mana for a seven seven. Overkill summon a five five Ironhide Runt. Overkill means if your creature or the target does damage that would uh, do more than what the remaining life total is, then you have activated overkill. So if the 7-7 seven, seven attacks into a 3-6 and kills the 3-6, it 
if it has one damage over, you're going to get a 5-5 five, five Iron Hood run, right? Um, that is amazing. This is a really, really good card. It's, it's just a good way to build that mechanic and show it. Uh, 7-4-7-7, that passes the vanilla stat line. Uh, it is a beast, so it's reachable with predatory instincts and stampeding roar. Uh, and it's also got the overkill, which is a very nice overkill. Um, I think it's a pretty good card. I wouldn't surprise to see it see play, but it's also not, it's very basic. So we're going to give this a three out of five. And the final Druid card here is the Savage Striker two for a two, three battle cry deal damage to an enemy minion equal to your hero's attack. So what comes to mind is, um, Muck Spark Eel from Sham, even Shaman. Two mana for a 2-2, two, two, right, I believe, and then or 2-3, and it deals the damage, deals two damage um, without having the requirement of having a uh, um, attack power on your hero, right? Savage Striker is cool. The problem is if you want attack power on your hero on turn two, you need to use Pounce, right? Like if you – there's – I mean, even if you want it to deal one hero <coughs> hero power, you're going to need four mana. Because of that, I find the card to be extremely weak, but maybe it has to be playable uh, just by the you know nature of what exists in the pool at the two-drop spot. In this meta, there are not a, a lot of very good two-drops. You know, that's why Keleseth is so popular. It's because what else are you going to play on two? Um, and for this deck, you play mana. You, for most decks, Druid decks, you play Wild Growth, right? So I, I'm not very sold on Savage Striker. I think it's a poor card. It's one out of five for me. So that is Druid. We've seen a good beast synergy out of this entire uh, set so far. Um, a lot of cards, or some of the cards are very underwhelming, right? They're, they're not that good, but there could definitely be good some very good beast synergy. And just think about this for a minute. You know, Predatory Instincts is not the only tutor available to Druid. You know, you want these big creatures. Gonk the Raptor, that's a seven-mana guy. Six-mana um, Stampeding Roar. Like, maybe if you're running Juicy Psych Melon, you get Undasta the Nine-Drop. There are going to be there are gonna be combos in Druid. And it's just a matter of finding a way to balance the early game out so that you can get to these late, crazy late games. And I hope there will be in Standard. In Wild, I'm excited to see War Druid Lodi make a bigger impact. And maybe some combos, maybe some OTK combi combos with Stampeding Roar, Predatory Instincts, what, what it may be. Um, but yeah, Druid seems pretty decent. Decent, not the greatest, but it looks okay. The next class is Hunter. Hunter is the Lynx, okay? So the first card is Halazi the Lynx, the five-mana legendary creature. It's a beast, 3-2. Battle cry, fill your hand with 1-1 one, one Lynxes that have Rush. I mean, I don't know if it's obvious to you guys, but this is going to go into Quest Hunter, right? You play this. Now you got 10 Lynxes in hand and whatever it is. You play that, complete your quest. Boom. Easy. Easy. Pretty cool card. I, I think it's got good synergy with a lot of the... A lot of cards that weren't good in Hunter before might become good because of this. Now, the card on its own is not that strong. Okay, filling your hand is future value, but paying five mana to just put a three-two on the board is kind of weak, right? Um, it just really depends, I guess, on how aggressive your opening hand is. And I really expect this to be a quest hunter card, you know, because you play quest on one, you dump your hand for the next four turns, play Halazi, 
you know, and then dump the rest of the one ones and then just go for broke. That's 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 the way I see it. All right. So I I will say it's a three out of five. I would not craft this. Um, but if I got it, I wouldn't be disappointed. Okay. The next card is the Loa. And remember, this is the Lynx Loa, right? So Spirit of the Lynx. Three for a zero three stealth for one turn. Whenever you summon a beast, give it a plus one, plus one. Now that is godlike. Like if you imagine this, like on any turn before you dump a bunch of lynxes or whatever it may be, that's going to be pretty good. This is Kaliseth, guys. It's Kaliseth on a stick, but it has to stick, right? So, um, you know, it has problems. I'd say it's three out of five. I think there's, you know, Hunter is so crazy in that it's, it always the toes the line between overpowered and crappy. You know, it has always all, you never know how crazy the synergies will be. And I feel like it is crazy. I feel like uh, Hunter has got some great cards. So Spirit of Links, I'll give it a three out of five. Headhunter's Hatchet, the new weapon. It's two for a two-two. Battle Cry, if you control a beast, game plus one durability. Decent. And actually, I think it's very playable. Two mana for a two-three weapon, which is what it'll be, is very good. Way better than the one the one attack uh, weapon that you know hunters use now, in my opinion. Um, especially when the, that card rotates, candle shot bow or whatever it's called. When that rotates out, uh, head under satchel is going to see a, a lot of play, and especially with the access to the one drops that it has, dire mole being an obvious one. Um, next card, so I, I would say this is a four out of five. This card is actually going to get a lot better as the expansion grows on and a set is removed from the game. The next card is a one-mana epic spell called The Beast Within. Give a friendly beast plus one, plus one, then it attacks a random and a minion. That's a one out of five. Um, you know, obviously, by having fewer targets, uh, it's better, but, you know, that's not always a the course of the game, uh, case with the game, so it's a one out of five with me. Too much RNG for me to like. Now, this next card is crazy. Okay, we're talking about the 10-mana legendary Zol'jin, the Death Knight. Or, well, it's not a Death Knight. It's the hero, Zol'jin, 5 armor, battle cry, cast all spells you play this game, targets chosen randomly, and its hero power becomes deal 2 damage to anything. Okay? Now, this card is broke. It is a 5-5. Five five. Okay? Zol'jin is a 5-5. Five five. You know, the obvious uh, thing you want to play this in is Spell Hunter, right? Because you're going to get to play all the spells back, and when you um, you know, everyone wants to play five, five uh, traps again. You know what I mean? So, I it's a it's a great card. It's like Yog Saron, right? But with a little more control, um, and it's perfect. And I think this is just enough to make Control Hunter a real thing. Rexar is a great card for many different reasons, and Zol'jin is better for a different reason. Um, I don't feel like Zol'jin fits in every deck. Okay, so obviously you're gonna need it's still a critical mass of spells for this to be effective, but I think you can see the true formation of control hunter now. Because if you're playing this with traps, removal, um, by my side, or animal companion, I think you'll, you'll be able to um, you'll be able to whittle your or optimize the spells that you get from this. 
and make it a very powerful card, like crushing walls with this. There's, there's just a lot of good things you can do with Zoljit, and I think it's very strong. Five out of five. You got to craft that card. Okay, if you don't open that in packs, craft them. It's strong. The next card is a creature, three mana, two, four, Blood Sculpt Strategist. It's a rare. Battlecry, if you have a weapon equipped, discover a spell. Like, this is not a bad card. You see the curve. You can go head under hatchet into this. Um, but to me, the stat line is understated. 3-4-2-4 is okay, but it's not as good as 3-4-3-4. I don't like having to have a weapon equipped in order to discover the spell. Um, and I think there's better things to do with 3 mana, especially since this has no beast tag. Yeah, I think you want all that beast synergy, no matter what, even if you're playing Zol'jin. Um, so Bloodscop Strategist, it doesn't fit for me. It's a, it's a pass. One out of five. Master's Call, three mana epic spell. Discover a minion in your deck. If all three are beasts, draw them all. Now, this is an amazing card. Let's just put it into simple comparison right now. Arcane Intellect says draw two cards. It costs three mana. This card says it costs three mana. This says discover a minion in your deck. Um, and if all three are beasts, draw them all. So if you pay three to draw three, this is obviously better than paying three to draw two. Now, there is a condition here, right? They all have to be beast. Well, guess what? That is not too difficult to do in Hunter. So um, keep that in mind. You could also be playing Spell Hunter and just put only three like really, really like combo-heavy beasts, and you've tutored for your combo, right? There's Glaive Zuka a beast? I'm not sure. But, like, you can imagine just putting King Crush and, you know, freaking two charged Devil Stars and then putting those into your hand. Like, that's great. Uh, Master's Call, pretty good card. I would say it's a four out of five. Re Revenge of the Wilds, the next card, two for a spell, two mana spell. Summon your beast that died this turn. I don't like it because typically as Hunter, you don't want to be trading in you know like you, you can trade in sometimes but only to dictate the pace but most of the time you're going to go face so you know this card would only be for a point where you're losing you know like you have to trade into a board to stay alive and in which case it could be decent but this is not strong enough to me it's a one out of five baited arrow five mana spell Deal three damage, overkill, summon a 5-5 five, five Devil Star. I think this is a very tricky card, and I think it's not good. Five mana for three damage just does not meet the test to me. Now, the effect is great, but remember, it has to do... It has to hit a minion that has two health or less. And I don't think at turn five, you're going to have many of those, those um, targets. And if you do, that's okay. Because you can use it, kill a target, and get a 5-5. Five, five. Uh, but it is not that strong. But maybe it becomes a control card, which in which case I can see this becoming quite ridiculous, like control being a really ridiculous thing. So I don't want to write it off, but it doesn't look like a great card to me. It's going to be a 1 out of 5 or a 2 out of 5. The final hunter card is Spring Paw. And this is a beast, common beast. It has 1 mana... For a 1-1 Rush, Battlecry, add a 1-1 Lynx with Rush to your hand. It's a great card. It's a 5 out of 5. Okay, it's a common, but that is a 5 out of 5 common. Defines the early game of Hunter. 
alongside dire moles. Now you have a couple of one drops that you can play in standard um, to make sure that you are curving correctly early into the game. It's uh, it's pretty decent, like especially if you uh, if you're going from turn one into a headhunter's hatchet turn two. This is the card you want. Um, I like it. I like it. I think Spring Fog is good. It's going to be underrated, but you're going to see this played in every deck. I'm sorry. Every deck but Spell Hunter. Okay? So that's Hunter and a Jiffy. It has some good beast cards. It has some good control cards and a very good um, hero. Um, I think it's going to be very strong. It's going to be interesting. Very interesting to see what, what Hunter does in the future. Um, I don't feel like it... Actually, I feel like it's well-positioned. The Zul'jin is maybe, arguably, the best card in the set. Okay, that is strong. That effect is very, very strong. I, I think Hunter's got a strong, strong place in the future meta, so keep an eye out for them. Moving on to Mage. So Mage, uh, it's got 10 cards, of course. We're going to go through them. And it's more elemental-based. This is really They're really trying to push the elemental tag. So the first one is a four-mana spell called Scorch. Deal four damage to a minion, cost and deal four damage to a minion, cost one if you played an elemental last turn. So, you know, this is the type type of spells that you want to see in elemental decks because they allow you to continue to build your board and still do ridiculous things on tempo. Now, different tribes do different things, and what Elemental decks really do well is they get you a lot of value because a lot of those things, all a lot of the elemental cards are battle cries that, you know, either draw you a card or let you put a card in your hand, um, or you know, it's like Blaze Collar, deal five damage. And so having spells within that is great because they give you that kind of leverage to, you know, play something and then be able to pay one mana to deal four damage to something and then use that excess mana to put more tempo on the board. And I find that to be very strong. I think Elemental Mage will be a very good deck. I think it's gonna, it's gonna be it's pretty underrated. I would give this card a four out of five. I think Scorch is a very, very good piece of removal, especially if only if you're playing Elemental Mage. Uh, the next card is three mana uh, secret called Splitting Image. When one of your minions is attacked, summon a copy of it. This is a very hard card to evaluate. Um, But I'll say it's pretty good. I'm gonna say it's pretty good. I'll say it's a three out of five. I, it's really this is really one of the difficult cards to evaluate because what do you want to do here? Do you want to play it in a tempo mage deck and then you know copy? Uh, you know, I mean, I guess you know it, this might be really good in tempo mage because you know, depending on what you copy, it could be crazy. Like imagine if you copy a sorcerer's apprentice on turn three. Your opponent's gonna give up a hell of a lot of uh, um, resource. You know what I mean? Like, say you play you play an apprentice, or however, you, or even if you just play Kieran toward Mage and you put the secret out, then they kill your or they attack your Kieran toward Mage, kill it, and you get another one for free. That's rough, man. It's a, it seems like a pretty good card, but since I can't really decide where it'll go, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. The next card is Elemental Evocation. It's a zero mana spell. The next Elemental you play this turn costs two less. Great. It's an Innervate. 
um, a much more powerful innervate. That said, uh, I think this is sick. I think it sees play in any uh, elemental deck for sure. This card is underrated, but I will give it a four or five because I don't think it's that crazy, right? Like, obviously, it pigeonholes you into playing elementals, and but you know, I feel like elementals, elemental decks could use this because they don't necessarily need draw; they just need to get on the board harder, uh, bigger, and quicker. So maybe a, maybe a four out of five for that card. Arcanosaur, the six mana, three, three elemental battle cry. If you played an elemental last turn, deal three damage to all other minions. This is basically a dusk breaker. Um, and there's a difficult, difficult, I have difficulty in like deciding this because elemental mage wins because it has board. Okay. Um, that's how that deck wins, right? So if you have the board and you're playing this and you're doing three damage to your minions, that sucks. But there's a reason why Elemental Mage also loses, and it's because it loses board. Um, it has no board clears, and this is a three damage. This is better than a Holy Noble, okay? This is one less than a Flame Strike. I love it, okay? I think this card has to be played just in order to keep parity with decks that can just go wider and get on the board better, because there's no catch-up mechanic for Elemental Mage yet, and now we have one. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5, though. Um, actually, I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5 because I just really don't know in practice how effective it'll be. But I think Cardin's going to be pretty good, and I think Elemental Mage is going to surprise a lot of people. The next card is Blast Wave. It's a 5-mana epic spell. Deal 2 damage to all minions. Overkill, add a random minion spell to your hand. Now, this is a 1 out of 5 for me, and the reason why I say that is because you have to go do Overkill. So unless you have spell damage already put onto the spell, which means more mana associated with it, um, you know it's only going to be able to get the overkill for one if the creature has one life. That's I don't think that's going to be very likely in this meta. I think a lot of these creatures are fatter, um, and yeah, it's just this card is just a little too slow for what it does. Maybe mixed with spell power because something crazy, but. Um, do you really want more value in the hand at the expense of whatever board you may have? I don't know, because this deals two damage to all minions. So I'm not really sure. I'm actually going to give it a one out of five. The next card, the sixth card, is Daring Fire Eater. One for a one-one common card, Battle Cry. Your next hero power this turn deals two more damage. That is godlike, and we're going to talk about why in a little bit. But just remember this. On turn three, you play this, you can ping something for three. That, in most cases, will be good enough on board, right? That is very strong. So I, I do like that. I think this card's underrated. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. It's a common, easy-to-craft card um, that could have a lot of potential. The next card, card here is the reason why that Daring Fire Eater battle cry is very important. Um, the Spirit of the Dragonhawk, right, which is the Loa for Mage, Two for a zero three stealth for one turn. Your hero power also targets adjacent minions. That's right, boys and girls. So if you have this out on turn two, your opponent will be scared to develop. Because if he develops on turn three, uh, depending on how incorrectly he may build that board, you play Daring Fighter Eater, Fire Eater, and then you cast your uh, ping for three on three creatures. Nine damage to deal with the board. Win you back tempo. That is crazy. 
pretty good card. I'm going to say a four out of five, okay? Um, because, you know, it's, it's a small combo, but very, very potent. The next card is Jadalai the Dragonhawk, 7 for a 4 4 beast. This would be legendary here. Um, Battlecry, if your hero power dealt 8 damage this game, summon Ragnaros the Fire Lord. I'm not sure if damage to creatures also counts as de dealing damage. Um, and I don't know. Um, I'm guessing that you can deal 10 and that uh, you will still summon Ragnaros, which is. Uh, uh, which is pretty crazy, but I'm still unsure. But if you can deal damage to minions, this card is broken. If you can't deal damage to minions with a hero power, then I'm not sure how strong this card will be. But so that's on offense. I actually have no way how, no way that I can accurately um, judge this card. But we will see. So we'll just put three out of five. The next card is Hex Lord Malacrast. Eight mana for a 5 5 battle cry. Add a copy of your opening hand to your hand. Except for this card. I like it. Okay. Now, eight mana is expensive to just have a 5 5, but this allows decks like Tempo Mage or Elemental Page Mage to play very loose and go wide. Because once you have them, you can just play them on the board and refill that hand with four or five cards. This is also going to be good in some control decks that don't always hold that big hand, right? Because, you know, maybe it's only grabbing you four cards, but maybe you have four in hand. Now you're at eight. That's great. Um, a decent card. I think it'll see play. I don't want to give it a five-five because I don't think it's that strong. But I think it's a good four out of five to rate it. The last mage card we're looking at here is Pyromaniac. 3 for a 3 for a rare. Whenever your hero power kills a minion, draw a card. Now, this is what some cards in the past should have been. Um, but the only issue here is that, you, once again, like the Druid one, is that you have to use the hero power to get there. But with the Spirit of the Dragonhawk and the Daring Fire Eater, I think this is a lot better than it looks. Three out of for three four is a very good stat line. I think it's a strong card. It's a four out of five. Now those are the ten mage cards, and like I said, there are a lot of good synergies here. Um, elementals are going to become a lot stronger. Um, the hero power synergy with Spirit of the Dragon, Pyromaniac, and Daring Fire Fire Eater is really good. But outside of that, there's not one card here that stands out among the rest like as a must-craft, okay? I do think Mage will be in a good space, but I'm not going to jump the gun and say that you need to craft any of these. None of them are that good to me. But uh, they're, they're all pretty solid, so that's that's that for Mage. So, so far, we went to three decks, uh, or three classes, Druid, Hunter, and Mage. So we're going to keep that video short, and then in the next video, I'll cover three more classes thanks hey everyone we are moving on we did a hunter mage and druid last time but now we're, we're just going straight this is quick we're going right to it we're going to go with paladin paladin has gotten a few good cards we're going to talk about most of them blood claw one for a two two weapon did battle cry deal five damage to your hero this is horrible it's a one out of five to me flash of light two for a restore four health draw a card I think this is a pretty good card. We'll talk about why in a future, but I will give that a 3 out of 5. It's pretty decent. 
Faraki Battle Axe, 5 for a 3 3 weapon overkill. Give a minion your hand plus 2 plus 2. I think this is not good. It is a 1, one out of 5 or maybe a 2 out of 5. I, I think that effect is strong, um, but this is just too slow. Like, I feel like you'd be better having it with tempo on weaker creatures, which this deck has already done before, right? Um, so, yeah, Faraki Battle Axe does not cut it for me. High Priest Decal, 3 for a 3-4. Battlecry, convert all but one of your heroes' health into armor. This is why Flash of Light seems crazy. Um, and why Drew, uh, why, why Paladin is going to be really, really cool in the future. Typically, the problems with Paladin is you have all these ways to heal, but you never need to heal. Right? You're always at high life because of the... Um, nature of the uh, of putting a 1-1 one, one on the board with the hero power. Um, now you can play Thekel on curve, keeping the same amount of like total aggregate life, um, but now be able to use Flash of Light to draw a card if you need to in a Jiffy. Um, or now maybe even play Mountain Giant, uh, Molten Giant. There's going to be so much cool things to do with this card, and it fits the stat line, 3-4-3-4. Three, four, three, four. That's good. Um, I like the card. I think it's pretty good. I want to say that it's a 5 out of 5. I Actually, I'm going to go out of my way to give that a 5 out of 5. High Priest Thekal, 5 out of 5. Next card is Zondolari Templar, 4 for a 4-4. Four, four. Battlecry, if you restore 10 health this game, gain plus 4, plus 4 in Taunt. It is a 2 out of 5 for me. Just because the hero power, or just because the effect is very, very situational, um, so yeah, I, I could see it. Of course, I could see decks running it, but it is not that strong to me. Moving on, the Loa Spirit of the Tiger, four mana Loa, stealth for one turn, zero three. After you cast a spell, summon a tiger with stats equal to its cost. I think that could be pretty darn good. I think that could be pretty, pretty darn good. Um, but the four drop spot is a hotly contested spot with cards like True Silver Champion, uh, Blessing of Kings, things of that nature. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it the lower a three out of five. Just doesn't know, right? At this point, I don't know how good it is or how bad it is. Next card, seven mana epic spell, a new challenger. Discover a six cost of minions, summon it with taunt and divine shield. So is taunt and divine shield worth one mana? And is that enough for this seven mana card? I don't think so. It's a one out of five for me. Timeout, three mana spell. Your hero is immune until your next turn. This could be good in odd paladin or decks that are just rushing and going for face. Because in the event that you're, you know, racing, you can play this to uh, survive uh, an entire turn. That might not be enough, though. And also, the thing that I think is disappointing about this is that it's not ice. Uh, it's not ice block. Um, so I, I'm, I really don't feel that this card is as strong. I'm going to give it a 2 out of 5, though. Immortal Prelate, two for a 1-3 creature, ep uh, epic creature. Death Rattle, shuffle this into your deck. It keeps any enchantments. This card's godlike. Now I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5. Okay, I think, uh, you know, the synergy with this, um, Druid spells like Spike Rich Steed and Blessing of Kings and Lanessa 
as well as Valinir. This this card has a lot to offer, and it's the kind of early game card that you want to run because it always gets back into your deck, giving you that infinite value. So uh, I'm going to say that Immortal Prelate, you're a 5 out of 5. Next card here is Shervala the Tiger, 25 mana cost for a 7-5 beast that has Divine Shield, Rush, Lifesteal, but it costs one less for each mana you spend on spells. So, to make this reasonable, you have to have, to make this playable, you have to have, if you're not cheating this out, you'll have to have played at least 15 spells. Um, so, I find that, or you have, you have, not 15 spells, but you've had to have just 15 uh, mana, you know, worth of, of spells. So I find that very challenging, especially with the class like Hunter. Um, so I think this is one of the worst legendaries to me. Although, you know, there are fun decks that this could be seen playing, you know, Molten Giant, Shervala, uh, High Priest, The Call, Hemet, Nessing Wary. Holy Wrath, going for that combo. I think there's something there, obviously, but um, still yet to be seen. I, I'm still not very sold on the card. So th that's Paladin in general. It's kind of all over the place. I feel like Paladin hasn't really gotten tools to really secure its identity, but it maybe doesn't need to since uh, Baku and Gen are so overpowered with the class. So moving on to Priest. This is always going to be a fun one. Akanai Phantasm, 2 for a 3, 2. Battlecry this turn. Your healing effects deal damage instead. So basically Akanai Shadow Priest, which I also don't play right now. It's a pass for me. 1 out of 5. Regenerate, 0 mana spell. Restore 3 health. You know, 0 mana spells have a lot of synergy with things like Lyra. Uh, you know, so that's cool. Um, but this is far from enough, so I, it's a one out of five for me. Mass Hysteria, five mana for a rare spell. Force each minion to attack another random minion. Now, it's not Psychic Scream, it's, but this could be good. Um, you know, it just really depends how wide your opponent goes. And how much of a board you have. Um, I don't find it that strong, but you know, we don't what else do we have? You know, what else do we have? So maybe a three out of five. Sand Duke or Sand Drudge, three for a three three. Whenever you cast a spell, someone a one one zombie with taunt. Um, that is an interesting effect. Okay. It's an interesting effect. Um, that could be breakable, especially if you're talking about Lyra or you know, one radiant elemental and one cast spells, or these spells like regenerate. So I do see him being interesting, um, but I just don't know how good a card it'll be. So we'll give it a 3 out of 5. Next card is Seance, 2 mana for a common spell. Choose a minion, add a copy of it to your hand. I think that's pretty good. That is pretty good, especially because of synergy you'll see later. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Princess Talanji, battle, 8 mana, 7, 5. Battle Christ. Summon all minions that didn't from your hand that didn't start in the deck. So, guys, things that you minions that you get from thought still or seance, um, they come out into play. I think that is crazy. That is going to be amazing. Um, there's going to be good synergy with the card. 
Talanji. I don't know, man. She's not a muskraft, but she's up there. I'd give her a four out of five. Grave horror, 12 mana creatures, seven, eight with taunt, cost one less for each spell you cost to cast this game. So very close to Arcane Giant. Um, but it has taunt and one less attack, which is probably negligible. Uh, I would give it a three out of five. You still have to cast spells, and you at least need to play five to even get it at slightly optimal. Um, yeah. The next card is Bwansamdi, the Dread, 7 mana, 7-7, seven, seven. draw 1, cost minions from your deck until your hand is full. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know how you would get a deck full of 1-1 one, one minions, or 1-cost minions, but the there are definitely brains churning. Oh, okay, no, actually I know how we're going to get it, so we'll talk about it next. Blonde seems pretty strong to me. I'm actually going to give him a 5 out of 5. Wam Sandi, the... What is this guy called? The Dead. 5 5, yo. We're going for that. Spirit of the Dead, the Loa. Stealth for one turn, one for a zero three. 3. After a friendly minion dies, shuffle one cost copy of it into your deck. If you could only keep the Loa hidden for a while, this would be crazy because you see the synergy with something like Bonsamdi. That might be very broken. Um, but I don't know. So I'm just going to give it 3 out of 5. Last card, Surrender to Madness. 3 mana, Epic Priest spell. Destroy 3 of your mana crystals. Give all minions in your deck. Plus 2, plus 2. That strikes me as pretty interesting. I don't know what will happen. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. All right, moving on to Rogue. Rogue is interesting. Stolen Steel, two mana spell, discover weapon from another class. I bet that this is extremely underrated, and this is a five out of five for me, okay? It won't always work out well, like if you play versus Rogue or if you play versus Warrior. Um, you know, they have such a wide berth of weapons that, you know, maybe you don't want to just pull anything. But it will definitely work against other classes like Priest, Shaman. Those classes come to mind um, because their weapon pool is so small and their weapon pools are always so good. So I, I do think this card is pretty decent. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5. I think it's extremely underrated. Serrated Tooth, one mana weapon, one three. Death Rash, give your minions rush. Um, interesting. I'll give it a one out of five, though. Blood Cell Howler, two for a one one pirate with rush. Battle Cry, game plus one, plus one for each other pirate you control. You can see how this could be very crazy and wild. I don't know how crazy and standard this is, but this seems pretty good. Okay. Two for a three. Like, you know, you can imagine playing. Um, uh, wild and doing anything in the patches and then playing this the follow-up turn, at least getting it as a 2-2, maybe even better. So that is interesting. The, um, so I, I'm actually going to give him a 3 out of 5. I think that Blood Cell Holler is pretty good. Next card is 7 mana, 5-7, called Gurubashi Hype Mon. Battlecry, discover a 1-1 copy of a Battlecry minion. It costs 1. That seems pretty good. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. 
The next card is the 8-mana 6-3 Captain Hook Tusk, legendary card. Battlecry summon three pirates from your deck. Give them rush. Um, really just depends on how you build the deck, I think. Uh, do you keep them very... Do you keep the number of pirates very small to guarantee a turn certain time pool? Or do you keep them wide and plentiful, right? Two very different the directions, and I don't know which one's going to be better. Uh, because of that, I'm just going to give this a 4 out of 5. The next card, Walk the Plank, Common Spell, Destroy an Undamaged Minion. Four, four mana for the effect. I like it. I think it's well budgeted. That's a 4 out of 5. Okay, the next card, Grawl, the Shark. Remember, the Loa is the Spirit of the Shark. So here's Grawl, 5 for a 2-2. Two, two. Battlecry, eat a minion in your deck and gain its stats. So I don't know how it randomly chooses this or not, but you it eats a minion for you and you gain the stats. That's pretty good. When, during the death rattle, you add that minion to your hand. Seems pretty good. The problem is it's a 5 for a 2-2 two, two body. Um and even if you gain some stats, I don't know. You know, they'd actually have to be pretty decent stats. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, I do think the card's interesting. I'll give it a 4 out of 5. Raiding Party. 3 mana, rare spell, spell, draw 2 pirates from your deck, combo, and a weapon. Oh, and a weapon. That's crazy. Raiding Party is gross. That is a sick card, man. Wild Pirate <laughs> Rogue is going to get insa insane. That is a strong card. That's that's a 5 out of 5, man. Raiding Party is a 5 out of 5. All right, a couple more. Cannon Barrage, 6 mana, deal 3 damage to a random enemy. Repeat for each of your pirates. Um, do not like. I think it's pretty expensive. 1 out of 5. And finally, the lower Spirit of the Shark, 4 for a 0 3 stealth. Your minions battle cries and combos trigger twice. That's a pretty good lower. 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. Very interesting. That is it for episode 2 of the recording, guys. Um, we're going to continue with the final three classes and then with um, the neutrals. All right, so far we've done six of the nine classes, so we are going to continue on with the next class, which is Shaman. Shaman has a couple cool stuff. We're going to talk about it a little bit. So the first card is Wartbringer, one for a 2-1 battle cry. If you play two spells this turn, deal, one, deal two damage. I think that is interesting, but not strong enough for two reasons. Number one, this would... Um, require you to have spent extra mana earlier in that turn. So if you're going to play this, you're spending one mana to put a very, very nominal, like a very poor board um, presence onto the board and get an extra two damage. You're better off just playing some other direct damage, like Lightning Bolt, in my opinion, because it doesn't have the prerequisites that this has this is a pretty poor card in my opinion i don't think it'll see a lot of play even though there could be cute combos it's not that great to me one out of five kragwa the frog the legendary six mana four six beast battle cry return all spells you played last turn to your hand now that is godlike right you imagine vo uh, volcano into healing rain and then you play this that's pretty nice uh, you can imagine throwing two lava bursts at the face. 
Then you play this and get a couple more Lava Bursts back the next turn. Seems pretty decent. Four out of five for me, just because I'm not sure what the proper way to break this card is. But it is good. It is certainly a good card. Three for the 3-3 three, three Bog Slosher, which is an elemental battle cry. Return a friendly minion to your hand and give it plus two, plus two. I think that is relatively strong. Um, I'm not sure how strong. I'm going to give it a two out of five. Big Bad Voodoo, the two-mana epic spell. Give a friendly minion death rattle. Summon a random minion that costs one more. I do not like this. It's a one out of five to me. It's uh, too much RNG there, and it's too vulnerable to silence effects. Now the Loa, which is the Frog, Spirit of the Frog, 3 mana, zero, 3, stealth for one turn. Whenever you cast a spell, draw a spell from your deck that costs one more. Interesting. The question is, how do you break this? What do you play in your deck so that you have, number one, that you have a critical mass of spells that you'll actually draw a spell when you have this Loa on the board? And number two... How do you build around your spell set so that you can actually draw a spell that costs one more? You know, there are difficult lines of play here. Like, if you think about the spells that are played, you think a lightning bolt, crackle, I guess, not even in that format. Um, at three mana, you have healing rain, you have lightning storm. At four mana, you have hex. At five mana, you have volcano, bloodlust. Uh, it can get tricky. It can get very, very tricky. So, because remember, like, you still have to draw a card. So, that there's a lot of difficulty with here. But you can think of multiple cool combos and scenarios, you know, like Spirit of the Frog into, uh, Arcane knowledge or whatever in, in, in wild. I, I just don't know how strong this card will be in standard. So we'll have to see. The next card, Totemic Smash. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give that card a 2 out of 5. Uh, Totemic Smash, 1 mana spell, deal 2 damage, overkill, summon a basic totem. I think this is actually a pretty decent card. This for me would be a 3 or maybe even a 4 or 5 Um I know that two damage is not a lot, but at one mana cost, this is pretty nice because it's paying less for a totem to actually kill something, you know, like kill a, a token or something or kill off something in a trade. And so it's actually it seems pretty good to me. The next card is Haunting Visions, three mana spell. Epic. The next spell you cast this turn costs three less. Discover a spell. Very cool. Reminds me very much of uh, that other haunt, uh, shaman spell that crossed three mana, which Farsight. Uh, I'd like it. I actually think this is a pretty good card. While Farsight draws you a card, this card adds a card to your hand, which is value, um, at the cost of being able to play a spell. So this is actually pretty good. This is just discover a spell. You know, that's basically what this card says. Um, because you have to cast it this turn. So I think it's okay. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. It's pretty even, I think. Um, maybe even a 2 out of 5. Next card is Lickum. 2 mana weapon. 2 for a 1-3. Has plus 2 attack while you have overloaded mana crystals. This is pretty much what Storm, uh, what that other weapon you should have been. Um, this is pretty decent. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 2 out of 3.
Zentimo, the three for a one three creature. Whenever you target a minion with a spell, it also targets adjacent ones. That is Godlight. Three big creatures on the board. You play this guy with a hex for seven. Everything hex. Crazy. I like it. I, I think, you know, play this on Lightning Volts. Uh, play this on uh, Evolves. There, there are great synergies with this card. I really do like it. Uh, that's a... I'm going to say it's a 5 out of 5. I think this is one of the beginning crafts that you want to make, especially if you enjoy uh, playing Shaman. The last card, Reign of Toads, 6 mana for a common spell. Summon 3, 2 four taunt, 2 four taunts with Overload, and this has 3 Overload. That is not that good to me. I'm going to say that's a 2-5. This is very similar to Scavenging Plague, just not as good. So now to Warlock. Warlock has more discard synergy, which is good. And I think, you know, we forgot to do an overview of Shaman. A Shaman, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really, the cards seem interesting to me, but they don't really work well together. So I don't actually like the Shaman pool. Warlock, uh, Blood Troll Sap or 7 mana for a 5-8. After a friendly minion dies, deal 2 damage to the enemy hero. Very cool. Um, this is a good top-end card, especially if you can't get through a taunt towards the end of the game and you need to just find those extra points of damage. What a great way to get there. Um, this is pretty strong, I think. I think there's a 4 or 5 sleeper card. 7, 4, 5, 8, the stats aren't greatest, but it doesn't need to be. It's the effect, and the effect is just amazing. Demon Bolt, 8 mana spell. Destroy a minion. Cost 1 less for each minion you control. This could actually become very, very strong in decks like Zoo, obviously. Um, I'm going to say it's a 4 out of 5. I think this card is pretty underweighted. Actually, I you know, destroy a minion. Cost 1 less for each one you control. So the max you could ever have is 7 minions. But it's very likely that you have 3 or 4, uh, which puts this at 4 or 5 casting. And I think that is still good enough to play as Assassinate is 5 mana for Rope. Next card is Grim Rally. One mana spell. Destroy a friendly minion. Give your minions plus one, plus one. It's interesting, but I just don't know how to evaluate a card like this. Lose presence on the board to spread presence on the board. Um, it's an interesting style. I just don't... It'll probably see play, but I'm not sure how prevalent it'll be. So three out of five. Soul Warden. Six for a six, six. Battle Cry. Add three random cards you discarded. This game to your hand. Godlike. Godlike card. That is a 5 out of 5. This is the card that Discard Warlock needed a few uh, sets ago to be really good. So when you discard your princess, the legendary princess or whatever it is, like now you can actually get her back. That is a 5 out of 5 card. That is very good. Reckless Dire Troll. 3 for a 2-6 taunt. Battlecry, discard your lowest card, cost card. Interesting. Interesting, and I actually think that this is pretty good, um, as typically the lowest cost cards are the ones you don't want to play. So throwing away cards you don't like wanting to play is actually pretty decent. Three, four, two, six, Tom Body is nice. Um, that's a four out of five. That is a pretty strong card. Next four for a three, four, High Priestess, Jekyllick, Taunt, plus Lifesteal. When you discard this, add two copies of it to your hand godlike. 
godlike card. That is a 5-5 five, five card. When you discard it, add two copies of it to your hand. Good lord. That is what a card. That is a good, good card. Like, I now I really want to build a, a discard warlock in wild. That, that seems pretty nice. Next, Shriek, one mana spell. Discard your lowest cost card. Deal two damage to all minions. That is good. Wow. That is good. That is really, really good. Deal two damage to all Man, I'm going to give that a five out of five. Three five out of five cards to me and Warlock. That is very, very good. Void Contract, eight mana. Destroy half of each player's deck. This is good in the sense that it breaks combos and it makes games go by a lot quicker because of the you know speed up by how much you're getting rid of a deck right and you know here's the thing you know here's an interesting typically you would expect warlock to be getting deeper into the deck quicker right so like let's say you're at 10 cards your opponent is at 15 or let's say 16 for the sake of math you destroy half. You're losing five cards. You're going down to five. Your opponent's losing eight cards to go down to eight. So while he only has a three-card advantage on you, um, he still lost three more cards than you. And I think that is an interesting thing. This won't fit in every deck, but it is worth note noting that the speed of your draw or your opponent's draw controls what they're left with when you ultimately destroy half of each player's deck. And this downright kills combo. A lot of decks, you know, you just dropping this on turn eight will just, you know, remove maybe some combo pieces and there's no way they can win. Mechathune Priest comes to mind. So keep that in mind. This is a pretty good card, four out of five. It won't see play everywhere, but it will see play. Now here's Harik the Bat. Eight mana, one one battle cry. Fill your board with copies of this minion. I'm not too sold on it. I'm gonna give it a one out of five. The next card. I mean, there there is synergy, right? Like you can destroy a minion, give your minions plus one plus one. Like you play this, and then you grim rally twice for ten mana. So you know you get rid of you have seven on the board, but you know you get rid of two, so you have five on the board, and there are five three threes. It's interesting, but it's 10 mana to do one, get one more uh, wolf than a secret plan would have done, right? Or uh, whatever you call the hunter spell, the spellstone. Finally, lastly, we have the spirit of the bat, two mana lower, uh, zero three stuff for one turn. After a friendly minion dies, give a minion in your hand, plus one, plus one. I think this is a really good. Loa, probably one of the better lows in the game, simply because of the nature of Warlock. You know, you have cards like Zoo or whatnot, or this discard deck, um, and that can really take um, advantage of this. I like it. I like it. Warlock is in a very good spot. I think they're really building on it. At this point, it's not ready, you know. It still needs a little more cards, especially discard lock, but it's taking the right step towards that, I think. I like how they are changing the discard mechanic in a way that, you know, that's something they should have done a long time ago. Lastly, Warrior, and then we can get to those neutrals. Warrior has Devastate, one mana, deal four damage to a damaged minion. This is pretty cool. 
um, for all intents and purposes, this is an execute. I think that is pretty good. That's a man. That's close to five out of five removal to me. Um, it's pretty damn close, man. So I would give that a four out of five. Moving on, we have Dragon Roar, two mana spell, add two random dragons to your hand. I don't find that that good. That's a one out of five to me. Too, too crazy for me. Number uh, next card, the lowest spirit of the rhino stealth, one for a zero three. Your rush minions are immune to turn they're summoned. Wow, that seems pretty decent. I'm gonna give that a four out of five. Next card, Emberscale Drake, five for a five five dragon battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, gain five armor. It's pretty nice. Reminds me a lot of that mithril armor smith or whatever. I'm going to go ahead and give this a 4 out of 5. Next, Akali the Rhino. 8 for a 5 5 rush. Overkill. Draw a rush minion from your deck. Give it plus 5 plus 5. Good lord, that is crazy. That is sickening. I like it. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5, man. I'm giving it a 5 out of 5. That is a good card. I am interested in that. Overlord's Whip, three mana for a 2-4. After you play a minion, deal one damage to it. Do not like the card. One out of five. Warmaster Voon, four for a 4-3. Copy all dragons in your hand. That is cool. Um, and that seems pretty strong. It's not a must-craft to me. This is a four out of five. Like they're really trying to push some dragon synergy, and it has dragon cards. Value dragon cards. You can Control Dragon Warrior could really be a thing. Uh, but, you know, I'm not sold yet. Smother, Smolder Thorn Lancer, 3432 Battlecry. If you're holding a dragon, destroy a damaged enemy, enemy minion. Wow, that seems pretty good. Quite the card there. That is actually quite good. Four out of five. Wow, dragons. Six mana, heavy metal. A rare spell, summon a random minion with cost equal to your armor. Do not like. This is pretty just much yip on a stick. Um, I don't like it. One out of five. Soul Thrays, six mana, four, four weapon. One of my favorite weapons from the the game uh, from World of Warcraft. Overkill, you may attack again. That's interesting, but this is just not good enough to me at that mana cost. I, but I will give it a three out of five. So I'm not feeling Soul Thrays. All right, guys, now it's time to just finish the neutrals. We're already, like, going through it pretty quickly, so let's jump into the neutrals, see what we got. Spellzerker, two, two for a 2-3, two, half spell plus damage, plus 2 wild damage. Interesting. I'm not sold on it, though. But that could be, you know, it could be something crazy, you know. This into uh, one mana mage spell that does one damage to everything. Uh, and then, you know, something crazy, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but it's not enough to me. One, uh, two out of five. Shieldbreaker, two mana, two one. Battle cry, silence an enemy with minion with taunt. Do not like one out of five. Serpent Ward, two mana, zero two. At the end of your turn, deal two damage to the enemy hero. Don't care too much for it. One out of five. Scarab egg, two mana for zero two egg. Summon three one one scarabs. Um, that's a pass to me, although it is pretty interesting. One out of five. Rumble Tusk Shaker, four mana for a three-two death rattle. Summon a three-two Rumble Tusk Breaker. Don't like the stat line on it. Two out of five. 
Regenerating Thug. At the start of your turn, restore two health to this minion. Four for three, five. I like that. It's pretty good. Three out of five. Ice Cream Peddler. Four mana. Uh, epic. Battle Cry. If you control a frozen minion, gain eight armor. Trash. Two out of five. Or maybe even one out of five. Helpless Hatchling. Uh, Death Rattle. Reduce the cost of a beast in your hand by one. See, this is a one-mana beast, and it reduces the cost of other beasts in your hand. That's pretty good. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Good for Hunter. Guru, or maybe even Druid. Gurubashi Offering. At the start of your turn, destroy this and gain 8 armor. No. 1 for a zero two, 2 That gives you armor next turn. Nope. I do not like. I do not like. I mean, this could be pretty good, so I'll give it a 2 out of 5, but I'm not into that. Because, you know, I, I'm, it doesn't say death rattle. It's just at the start of your turn that happens. So you actually got to control the board for one turn. Um, that's not good enough. One out of five. Former champ, five for a 1-1. One, one. Battle cry, summon a 5-5 five, five hotshot. Uh, interesting. It's like the opposite of faceless. Uh, I forgot what it's called. But um, I don't know. Three out of five. Basic card. Jakari Trickster, 3 for a 3 4. Battle Cry, give each player a copy of a random card from their opponent's deck. That's interesting. I like it. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Dozing Marksman, 2 for 0 4. Has plus 4 attack while damaged. Interesting. Not horrible. Not horrible. 3 out of 5. Booty Bay Bookie, 2 for a 3 3. Battle Cry, give your opponent a coin. It's got a good stat line, even at the cost of ramping your opponent up one. I like its stats, though, for a two-drop. This is one of the better two-drops in the game. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Banana Buffoon, three mana. Battle Cry, add two bananas to your hand. Three for a two-two. This could be good. I'm not sure, but I'll give it a two out of five. Arena Treasure Chest, Death Rattle. Draw off two cards, four for a zero four, one out of five. Arena Patron, five for a three three. Summon another Arena Patron if it gets if you get overkill. Mm, do not like one out of five. This is definitely not Grim Patron. Arena Fanatic, four four two three. Battlecraft, give all minions in your hand plus one plus one. Do not like one out of five. Dragon Moss Scorcher, five for a three six. Battlecraft, deal one damage to all other minion minions. Pretty good. Two uh, three out of five. Moshog and Forcer, 8 mana for a 214 taunt divine shield. Interesting, big, huge body. Not that good, though. One, one or two out of five. Halftime Scavenger, 4 for 3 5 stealth overkill, gain five armor. Yeah, gosh, I guess it's okay. Let's go with three out of five. You know, at those attack points, Overkill just seems pretty difficult to activate consistently. Cheaty Ankle Biter. Life, two mana for a 2-1. Lifesteal, Battlecry, deal one damage. Ugh. It's okay. It's not great, though. Three out of five. Ornery Tortoise, three for a 3-5. Three, Battlecry, deal five damage to your hero. Not good. One out of five. It's one more health better than three out of fours, but... You know, the offset of the battle cry and, you know, whatever. It's not that great.
Mojo Master Zihi. Six for a five five battle crash set each player to five mana crystals. This is crazy. This is a five out of five. Okay. Um for a couple reasons. Number one, like Zoo can play this on curve to set druids or other decks that need more mana to you know stabilize from getting to that point. You can also play this in some kind of really, really strategically based control deck that probably operates you know very easily on very few electronics um it seems pretty good that's a five out of five to me snapjaw shelf fighter uh five for a three eight whenever an adjacent minion takes damage this minion takes it instead one out of five mashog announcer five for a six five enemies attacking this have a 50 percent chance to attack someone else I always like those types of cards. I'm going to actually give it a, a 3 out of 5. The Undertaker, 8 mana, 8, 5, Legendary. Battlecry gained the death rattle effects of 3 friendly minions that died this game. Very sick. Uh, there is promise there, man. There is promise there, and because of that, I'm going to give it the 5 out of 5 because uh, you do not know what this card could do. Linecracker, 7 for a 510 overkill, double this minion's attack. Nope, I'm passing on that. So that seems pretty decent, but 3 of 5 is all I'm giving it. Slightless Ranger, 5 for a 3 4 rush, overkill, summon 2 1 1 bats. It's an interesting card. I think it's just a little too pricey, but decent. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. Crowd Roaster, 7 for a 7 for a dragon. Battlecry, if you're holding a dragon, deals 7 damage to an enemy minion. Pretty good, if you're going to ask me. I would give that a 4 out of 5. Grifta, 4 for a 4 5. Battlecry, discover 2 cards. Give 1 to your opponent at random. Uh, I don't really like cards like that. 1 out of 5. Murloc, Tasty Finn, 4 mana for a 3 2. Death Rattle, draw 2 minions. Murloc's from your deck. Uh, I I don't know. I'm a, I'm a pass on that one. I mean, it's pretty good. I'll give it a 2 out of 5. Serenite Taskmaster. Death Rattle. Someone is 0-3 free agent with taunt for your opponent. 1-4-2-3. I think this is pretty strong. This is a 5 out of 5 to me, actually. Serenite ta Taskmaster. Remember, it, it gives them a, a creature, so you can really ruin the creature pool for decks like uh, Big Priest. Um, very interesting. Masked Command Contender, 3-4-2-4. Battle Cry, if you control a secret, play a secret from your deck. What? That is good. That's a 4 out of 5. That is a sick card. Soup Vendor, 2-4-1-4. Whenever you restore 3 or more health to your hero, draw a card. Not good enough. 1 out of 5. Rabble Bouncer, 7-4-2-7. Costs 1 less for each minion Costs one less for each enemy minion. Ah, I don't like that card. I'll give that a two out of five or one out of five. Amani Warbear, seven for a five, seven with Rush and Taunt. Great body, but those effects are just not good enough at seven mana. So I'm a pass. Fire Tree Witch Doctor, two mana for a two, two. Battlecraft, you're holding a dragon, discover a spell. Pretty decent. I'll give it a three out of five. Hakar the Slow Filler, ten mana, nine, six. Death Rattle, Shuffle, Corrupted Blood into every player's deck. 
interesting, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Untamed Beastmaster 3 for a 3 4. Whenever you draw a beast, give it plus 2 plus 2. That's godlike. That's a 5 5 card. I like that card. It's a strong card. Waterboy 2 for a 2 1. Your next hero power this turn costs 0. Interesting, but I don't think I'd pick it up. Gurubashi Chicken. 1 for a 1 1 overkill. Game plus 5 attack. Crazy. Uh, that's a 1 out of 5, though. Undasta, 9 mana, uh, legendary. Rush for a 7-7. Seven, seven. Overkill, summon a beast from your hand. That's godlike. Very, very good. Undasta, you are amazing. All right. A couple cards left. Belligerent Gnome, 2 for a 1-4 taunt. Battlecry, if your opponent has 2 or more minions, gain plus 1 attack. It's okay. Um, not that strong. It's like Wormrest Agent. I'm going to pass on it. One out of five. Ticket Scalper. Four mana for a five. Three. Draw two cards for the overkill. I'll give that a three out of five. Sharkfin Fan. Two mana for a two, two. After hero attacks, someone a one, one pirate. Four out of five. I really do like that. So that is the entire set in a jiffy. We tried our best to cover everything. Um, and I will have deck lists coming up soon. So tell me uh, what decks are you planning on playing, uh, trying to play, um, and what classes are you really liking, and what cards are you hoping to pull? And catch, keep your eyes locked and your ears locked here so that we can produce more content for you in the future. Thanks, everyone.